strong, toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from P.O. to H.O.H. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for July 18th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How you doing, Lita? Hello. First update of the season. There's always so much pressure, you know, going into the feeds yesterday, seeing where people's heads at. Am I going to be able to, you know, jump back into the live feed game? And then they got an alcohol delivery. And it was perfect. And now we yes. get to talk about mess, which is yes. not not to step on Kirsten and Sasha's toes, but you know it's also it's also my lane. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's um, yeah, some some messiness that happened here in the, the and the, like I, I look, I I'm famously an alcohol expert, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they didn't have a lot of it, uh, but it still managed to have a big effect. Yeah, so. Um, I am an alcohol expert and a couple things are going on here. One, the alcohol was not very evenly distributed. If you look at the glass of wine that Indy has, um, Mm. it was like potentially most of the wine that was given out. Um, So I think the girls were having more than the guys as part of it. The other thing is when you haven't had alcohol for a while, um, it doesn't physically necessarily affect you more, but emotionally you feel like, oh, I'm so tipsy because I haven't been drunk in so long. And then also um, it it gives you sort of, um, some people feel it gives you a license to be messy a little bit more so they can exaggerate how drunk they are in order to say like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I was drunk. And people... Mm love an excuse to not take responsibility for their actions, especially when all of America can see them. Um, so I think there were, there are a couple factors going on there. Uh, I think you nailed it. All right. Well, we are here of course to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the big brother 24 live feeds. It was day 12 in the house. And, uh, as you can tell, uh, that, uh, the, the things, uh, things got a little weird last night. We'll get to that. Um, before that, we will talk through uh, some of the things that were happening strategically, although not not to say that the messiness doesn't have strategic ramifications. Uh, it's it was another day of a lot of little game talks that mostly added up to the same thing. Uh, these these people really love to just like discuss something that's already been settled, like to death, um, and uh, like really just try and figure it out but uh just to give you a quick reset um jasmine is the hoh she nominated taylor and uh and pooch for eviction michael then won the veto he still hasn't even not used it yet but he still intends to not use it uh it's still only monday <laughs> like four more days of pooch before we finally get rid of Pooch. Imagine how tired we are. <laughs> uh, he still intends to not use it. Everyone still intends to vote Pooch out. Now, the last that we talked about this, of course, Kyle and Monty 
within the Pose Pack Alliance. Uh, we're trying to fight this, trying to push back, trying to get uh, Pooch to stay because uh, they were told that uh, Taylor wanted to backdoor Monty and target Kyle. Uh, and so they've been trying to do that. But uh, here in the start of the day, you know, they've they've received a decent amount of pushback. Remember, there was a storage room conversation where uh, Nicole really was like, uh, Monty, deal with it. And uh, and they've kind of come to the conclusion that there's not much they can do here, uh, even if they wanted to. So they're now kind of at the point where they're ready to concede that, OK, the pooch thing is happening, but. Taylor needs to go next week or I don't know. I don't know about this alliance. Yeah, that's definitely the only problem with this alliance. I would say is this uncertainty. No, this is a, this is a mess. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of talk between Amir and Nicole about the future. Um, but like you said, it's, it's a lot of just like, Oh my God, we have so much time before this freaking video veto is used. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so they're kind of feeling that way. They, they think that uh, they're also frustrated with Jasmine. Um, and, uh, Who and Kyle, uh, sorry, what? Who isn't? Fair. Uh, so maybe, maybe some, maybe some of the other women. Um, oh, but uh, of, you know, universally. Yes. Uh, I, that's that some of the other women are the only people in the universe, I'm saying. Right. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, the first they feel like, uh, Jasmine is, is like trying to pretend like she doesn't care that much, but actually she really wants to. And, and I think this is sort of the danger of having, you know, trash talking Taylor so much and then going ahead and doing something that's actually good for her game. Um, it, that it's, it's like, well, she's talking out of both sides of her mouth here. Uh, she's, she's sneaky. Well, yeah. And that's the thing that's, um, unfortunate for Jasmine's gameplay is that like, it's not even that she's being like sneaky or even like intentionally two faced for like gameplay. It's literally just that like, she is such a relentless shit talker that like it, it's obviously going to come back to her at some point, but it is not strategy. She genuinely like doesn't know what she wants as HOH. And it's resulting in like people being like, Ooh, Jasmine said this, but it contradicts this, but it's like, she's not even like trying to be like, you know, manipulative or anything. She just like shit talks everybody. Yeah, it's it is funny because you see this a lot. People that are easily manipulated in the game are often the people who get like the worst reputations for being liars and manipulators because yeah. uh, because they're not consistent with their actions and their words and everything. Right. Because they're being convinced by other people to do things that they don't necessarily fully believe in. Uh, and so um, they end up coming off the worst, whereas the people who are just, like doing something you don't want them to do, but they're being very like blunt about it. You're like, oh, all right. yeah. And I mean, like, it's always better, like in the game, maybe not in life, but at least in Big Brother, you come off way better if you're like talking trash about somebody for a strategic reason or like, you know what your goal is when you're like lying or doing something, whereas like. I think Jasmine kind of uses it as a bonding technique. And we'll talk about this with the flirting a little bit later. But I think these women have sort of misguided ideas about how to bond, particularly with other women. Um, and I think it reflects negatively um, for how this alliance is going to go. <laughs> well, the women are going to continue to be concerned about 
Indy. This is another thread that uh, was started yesterday on the update. I talked about uh, how Indy had made a comment uh, about Monty saying like, hey, I could see myself in the end with Monty. Um, and, you know, we weren't really sure, like, what exactly she meant by that or why she would say it. Uh, and they're also a little bit confused. They're like, what did she mean by that? Uh, does she have a crush on Monty? Because she certainly talks like she does, but she also talks like she has a crush on Joseph. And, uh, anytime we talk about targeting Joseph, she is like, no, 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 not Joseph. And so, like, what's going on there? Uh, and so they start um, really feeling like they're not into Indy. Like she's maybe got to go soon. We're not sure, but they're really frustrated with her. And in the meantime, she does go straight to Monty and Joseph. And she's like, hey, guys, I'm, I just want you to know that I would be really, I would be like super disappointed if you guys betrayed me. Uh, that uh, I would be very, very upset about it. So uh, don't do that. I don't screw me in this game. Uh, she feels like uh, they should, you know, basically because uh, remember, you might remember a little while ago, um, uh, Indy and Joseph talked, uh, and that's why Indy's been protective of Joseph. She really likes him. They have a connection. One of the few game connections Joseph has outside of the the bros, and unfortunately for him, the the bros are mostly just. Pooch and Turner because the other bros are with the, the pose. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> so, um, so they've been kind of like on that level. And, uh, and so she's really trying to like get in with them, work with them. And, uh, you know, the, the, the women are seeing. Yeah. Indy is playing Big Brother as if it's Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Taryn, I'm sure you're very familiar with this, but in Bachelor in Paradise, if you don't have a match at the end of the week, you go home. There's an uneven number of men and women and gay people don't exist. Um, So if the men are giving out the roses, there's fewer men than there are women. And then it switches. Indy is like, I don't have a final two right now at the second. I have to find one. I must have a final two. And she's going to Matt and she's Monty and she's going to uh, Joseph. And she feels like she needs to have like a pair that she's in, um, in a way that, is understandable like you want a ride or die but at this point like being focused on like having a final two or like a match is um obviously going to rub the women the wrong way especially if she's going after it from these two men yeah uh and monty tells amira and Alyssa about this conversation with indy where uh, and, and that uh you know only further like inflames the women um, amira tells monty that uh, about the fact that Indy told her, uh, or said, made a comment about seeing herself in the end with Monty. Um, and, uh, and they really, again, just start discussing, like, we should probably be taking Indy out sooner rather than later. Amira's like, I don't even know if I want Indy on the jury. Uh, like, I don't know if that's best for us. Uh, so, uh, you know, and remember also that, like, there's a lot of talk about who should be taken out, a lot of talk with the women about taking out the men. Um, but, uh, Amira is still pretty consistent about keeping the pose pack alliance together for as long as possible, at least until jury, which does mean, which does include protecting Monty and Kyle to a degree, although she is opening up to the idea of the Monty target because it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Right now she's looking at getting out like Turner, Joseph, Brittany, Taylor, and now Indy, although they are saying like maybe Indy last though. Yeah. 
and of course, as we all know in Big Brother, it works out perfectly every time uh, people create a boot order. Yeah, I, I can't think of a time that it hasn't. Yeah. Um, now, Nicole and Daniel are going to be talking uh, as they do. Uh, now, according to Daniel, he can barely get five seconds with Nicole because uh, it's he's always with Taylor, even though he's never with Taylor. Um, because Taylor's always all over Jasmine. Jasmine just can't get a break from Taylor. <laughs> yeah, well, she, yeah, she's busy with Jasmine. So how how does she find the time to how does she find the time to always be with Jasmine and always be with Daniel? It's it's like she's got a clone or something. They also all t- I'm sure this has been said before, but they all talk about running into Taylor as if they live in like New York City and she just like keeps popping up. It's like, yeah, you live in the same freaking house. Like, there's a handful of people that live there. You're going to run into your roommate, babe. Yeah. Uh, But he is going to spend some time with Nicole. Now, um, he is bonded with Nicole uh, a lot, obviously. Prior to this, they have a final two. They are probably the closest people in the house at this point. And this conversation really kind of, like, only further... uh, consolidates the the relationship here. Um, he's told her about uh, the story of his brother's murder. When he was a kid, uh, his brother was murdered um, and they uh, actually just never found the murderer. Um, and it was a, obviously a very traumatic experience for him as a kid. Um, and Nicole, being a former police officer, uh, decided that uh, ever since he told that story, felt like she had been wanting to tell him. And so she finally uh, does here uh, on day 12. She tells Daniel that she used to be a cop for 10 years um, and that she worked on cases just like the one uh, with his brother. Um, and she knows exactly how it feels um, to, or she she's at least experienced uh, or been in many experiences where um, she's dealt with, uh, you know, family members, people who, uh, have been in this situation and uh, she knows what it's like for somebody to have to like sit at home and, and, and just be scared because the, you know, murderer essentially is still at large. Um, and he breaks down into tears um, and talks more about it. And it's like a uh, huge, hugely bonding. Here. Yeah. I mean, I, I will Uh, not editorialized too much. One thing that I did think was uh, a little odd and obviously it was fine and and this didn't bother Daniel, but um, Nicole sort of spends this conversation like making excuses for the police and being like, oh, that must be hard that they never like found the guy, but like police are really under-resourced and like we just like don't have the, and it's like, I don't think that's what I would want to hear. It's just like, oh, they were doing their best. But um, anyway, we will not get into this issue. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, uh, Daniel now knows Nicole's secret. Um, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's basically it for that. They, there's more talk about how the vote should go down. Um, especially with, you know, Kyle and Monty, who again, when the plan was pitched in the first place, Monty was like, Oh, I would want to vote to keep Pooch to keep to save face with the guys. And Kyle was like, no, I'll vote Pooch out. And then was kind of like convinced by Jasmine, like, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't want to vote Pooch out. And then they decided that maybe they shouldn't want to vote Pooch out at all. And maybe nobody should vote Pooch out. And now they're kind of they've kind of agreed like, okay, I guess I should vote 
put, I guess we, we should collectively vote Pooch out because that's what the women want. Uh, but should we still personally vote Pooch out because we still want to save face with the guys? Are Joe, are, are Joe and, and Turner going to be pissed if we vote Pooch out? Should we, should we not vote Pooch out? They're not sure. And they're having lots of conversations about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're terrified of this women's alliance to which like this season has been, um, pretty interesting from the perspective of like, uh, these are people who have, um, maybe in different words or in a couple of cases, these exact words who like don't see color, um, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm not going to let like race impact the game, like blah, blah, blah. But they're like so concerned about gender and just like in my mind, I'm like, what is this like breakdown where they're like, it's okay to acknowledge that there are gender dynamics at play. But as soon as we acknowledge there are race dynamics at play, then like that's no, we can never acknowledge that. I have been thinking about this, not specifically in regard to to the race situation, but with the gender thing, it has been very uh, divided uh, along gender lines this season, more so than than almost any other season, at least in recent memory. Um, there's usually an OTT. Uh, well, uh, it doesn't count. Uh, there's usually, um, there's usually like an initial, like, cause when you, when you initially go in the house, you're drawn to, again, people that are similar to you and gender is a huge, you know, thing, but right? People will never acknowledge that with race. Uh, it, well, yes. Uh, I mean, um, luckily, you know, sometimes, uh, like last season, we have, uh, some people that are a bit more conscious of it. But, well, I mean, the white um, people will never be like, yeah, I gravitated <laughs> towards them because they were like me. Right. Um, so, but yes, uh, so people, they gravitate toward people that are similar to them. And so the gender thing is often an initial bonding thing. We, that's why we often get these like, and and I think that's a large part of where the reputation comes from of like women's alliances don't work out is because they're always like starting on week uh, on day one. Um, yeah. And it includes most of the women. And then they kind of over time find out actually we don't get along that well um, and because it wasn't really based on their personalities. It was based on their gender. Whereas, um, you know, other alliances, they come together based on the relationships that are de- have, have developed and they're much more likely to stay together. Uh, obviously there are a bunch of other factors that we've talked about a lot, but, um, this season that kind of happened, the girls, girls came together and then they've kind of also split apart with Brittany, you know, throwing a mirror under the bus, the whole indie thing that's happening right now, the Taylor thing in the first place. Um, and so there's definitely dissension, but the gender divide is, is still sort of like staying alive. And I talked about this a little bit yesterday that. Taylor mentioned it and a few other of the uh, women in particular have mentioned it. They're talking a lot about last season. And um, I think that that I, I think that this is like a lot of people are like, what is going to be the ramification of like the cookout? Uh, I feel like, yes, one thing is that we are seeing uh, black players in the house like, all right, we're not doing the cookout thing. This like very intentionally not doing the cookout thing this time around. But also the end result of what happened with the cookout, especially with Tiffany. Again, they've specifically mentioned Tiffany. They feel like Tiffany got screwed. They feel like if Tiffany had more women in the end with her, that she would have been the winner. Um, and I think that the women are kind of reacting to what happened to Tiffany and the women last season. And they have an extra bit of like motivation to make sure that the women stay together. I think that's a large part of what's driving 
the uh, the gender divide here, just based on what they're even saying in the house. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. And that's astute. I my position is just that, like, I think it's ridiculous to go in and say, like, oh, like race has nothing to do with like my calculations on the game or whatever. And then be like, the women are making an alliance. Like gender is like the thing that I'm the most worried about is like, I understand that it's different, right? Like a a men versus women thing is like a very different situation than like the cookout. Um, But like, if you're going to acknowledge that social identities like play into the way that you're viewing the game, like you have to acknowledge it wholesale. You can't just be like, I see gender and that factors into my strategic calculations, but race doesn't. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like people, like, obviously people aren't going to be like, they're not going to go out there and be like, I'm with this person because they're white, but it should cause you to examine that Mm -hmm. and at least like have some reflection. Um, and, and like, you know, it's too much to ask these particular people to think that critically, but, um, just, just something that I've noticed with like, Gender has been a factor in these reality shows since the dawn of reality television. And obviously so has race, but it's just the way that we are allowed to acknowledge, like, I feel this way about this alliance because of their gender, but these players refuse to acknowledge it um, when it's race. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good point. Uh, uh, very, very well said. Um, so uh, that's 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 where they kind of stand on the um, or that's what they're talking about with the pooch situation. Who's allowed to vote for who? Who should vote for who? What should happen with it? Um, they there's talk about um, you know now that things are kind of starting to get closer and closer to the veto ceremony to the the eviction vote. Um, there is talk amongst some of the women about like should should we tell Joseph and Turner ahead of time? Uh, and you know now that like we've got this locked in. Um, and Amira kind of, you know, talks to Kyle and comes up with an idea of like, well, we were discussing that we might tell Joe and Turner, uh, about the vote, like maybe last second, maybe just a little bit ahead of time and say like, oh man, the, the house flipped and we're just going in this direction. And that would kind of give Kyle and Monty the excuse they need to vote Pooch out because their votes don't matter because their votes don't matter. It's, it's, uh, quite frankly. Um, so they might as well. Um, and the reason that Kyle and Monty are feeling like, uh, even though they have permission to vote to, for Pooch to stay, they don't want to give, uh, Taylor an extra excuse to come after them by voting, voting her out, knowing that she's staying. Um, so they would love to vote for her to stay if possible while also not pissing off Joe and Turner. And so, uh, so the plan right now, which is, was a pretty obvious plan in the first place. And maybe they should have thought of, <laughs> they shouldn't have taken a mirror to think of this, but, uh, is probably going to be something along the lines of Joseph and Turner will be told the votes weren't there. And so we had to go with the house or we have to go with the house or whatever the case may be. That's kind of the tentative plan here. But again, there's a lot of time still, uh, until the eviction. Too much time. Yeah. And also like, please. Please don't ruin the blind side. <laughs> this is what got Derek F on your shit list to begin with. <laughs> you hate um, when people ruin blind sides. Like, come on. Just, <laughs> you don't have to tell them ahead of time. You can tell them after. Oh, sorry. We didn't have the votes. Easy. Yeah. All right. Uh, at least look, the, 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 I, I get it though. Like this is at least a strategic reason to ruin the blind side as opposed to other, other times that have not been strategic reasons. Um, or it's just like, I'm a nice person. 
<laughs> I'm a nice person or I just want to ruin the blind side. Yeah. Uh, so we did get a diagnosis for uh, for Jasmine's ankle <laughs> um, that it is a uh, level three ankle sprain, um, which a, a quick Google search because I am not an ankle doctor. Uh, told me that uh, that this should probably mean that she is basically off her feet for the duration of the season. Perhaps it said it took, could take up to like twelve weeks until you're back to normal. Um, so, yeah, I mean it's serious enough that everybody has to like be her servant, but not serious enough that she has to leave. Great. The last time we had a player that couldn't walk on Big Brother, she turned out to be everybody's favorite, and we loved it. So look forward to uh, to Christmas 2.0. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, look very much look forward to Jasmine being in the final three at the very least. 100%. Yep. If you're on crutches in these shows, happen to Missy on San Juan del Sur, you're making finale. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was uh, the, um, I'm sorry. I saw I only saw a clip of this. Was the uh, shrimp and rice thing from yesterday or have you already talked about that? Um, I don't, I, so I think it happened the day before yesterday, but I didn't specifically reference it. Um, Can I just I, quickly... I, we've joked about it a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> if you haven't seen this, the very quick version is that Jasmine specifically asked Taylor to make her shrimp and rice. She was like, will you cook for me? And then, ja- and then Taylor did it. And Jasmine was like, oh my God, like we got back and Taylor was like, can I make you shrimp and rice? And I was like, leave me alone. Like, it's literally insane. <laughs> Yeah, uh, typical Jasmine. Yeah, so it's going to be that for the rest of the the season. Mm. But I'm sorry to hear you're not an ankleologist. An an ankleologist, is that what ankle doctors are called? I don't know. An an oncologist and people are like, oh, you're a cancer doctor. No, no, not an oncologist. Mm. An ankleologist. Yes. Uh, so, um, we also had, uh, a, 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 probably nothing super serious, but, uh, Joseph is going to, uh, be training Terrence and Michael. And remember, Joseph is a personal trainer, also a, a lawyer, or at least, uh, studying to become one. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which, um, but, uh, he is also a personal trainer and he is personal training, uh, Terrence and Michael. Personally um, training. No, he's personal training. That's oh, the okay. official term. I am uh, I am a personal trainer expert, so I do know the correct terms, unlike mm. uh, ankleology. Okay. Apologies. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so they're gonna be they're gonna be training, um, and like, because like the thing is, you know, people talk a lot about like uh, if you cook for the house, they won't want to get rid of you. Um, and because that you're making food for them, which I is a very common like sort of thing, especially because June really popularized it back in BB4. Um, and, and like all respect to June, I think it did help June back in BB4. I don't think it matters at all in, in modern yeah. Big Brother. Uh, but, but it's still very common. Uh, I, I did wonder, and, and again, probably not, but I did wonder because like Terrence was like super pumped about the training um and uh, it did make me think like i wonder if terrence will be like a little less likely to want to get joseph out because then he like loses his his trainer yeah but that's anything i mean yeah with with cooking and personal training it's like more of a like direct service but i mean that's that's just like any bonding relationships oh i'll miss the person that i play pool with i'll miss the person that i have like my late night talks with like 
you know, yeah. there's always something like that. Oh yeah. And like I said, it, cause the thing is when it comes to game, like none of those things really, really matter. Like if, if somebody feels like, Oh, this is going to be what's best for my game or, uh, or for whatever reason, like, Oh, people are telling me I need to do this. Uh, they're not going to care. Yeah. But, uh, but I did think of, think of it in the connection to cooking. I thought it was funny. Anyway, yeah. Taylor, uh, is going to bond a little bit more with the women over the course of the day. Um, pr- pr- primarily at night. We'll get into a little bit more of that later, but uh, specifically because she's again telling them she's only targeting the guys. Uh, but we'll get into that uh, a little bit more in just a second. So everybody's been like, Taryn, get to the mess. I'm trying. Okay. We're getting there. Cause here it is. Okay. There's some flirting going on in the house. Well, they get this cake and alcohol delivery for an occasion that doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're like, it's Joseph's birthday, which is in five days. And then they're like, maybe it's Indy's like anniversary of becoming a citizen, which seems like a weird thing for Big Brother to like give them a party for. But whatever. Yeah, it's it, honestly, it might have just been like, uh, hey, we got some leftover cake from the office party. Like, mm-hmm. I seriously think it was just like they, these feeds are like kind of dead. Like, let's give them wine. Uh, there's, there's some, there's some flirting going on. Uh, now I, I queued this up a few days ago that Alyssa and Kyle were kind of flirting a little bit. Uh, it immediately got clocked by basically the whole house and people have been talking about Alyssa and Kyle, um, specifically because they want to kind of put a target on their back for most of them. Um, so prior to the alcohol, Alyssa does approach Kyle to kind of let him know like, Hey, people are talking about us. And Kyle is like, no, no, they're not. She's like, no, yeah. I mean, I've heard a couple who's like, no, no, no. It's like, uh, they don't believe it. They, they don't believe it though, right? It's like, oh, yeah. I've people, I think the people are kind of feeling like, yeah, it might be a little bit of a thing. Oh my God. What, Alyssa, what do we do? What Boy, do, thank God this is the only awkward conversation between Kyle and Alyssa today. <laughs> um, He's, uh, he's, he's not, not pleased with this, uh, this notion. He really does not want to be in a showmance. Um, so he's going to talk to Monty a little bit later about it. Monty's like, yeah, I think, uh, I think Alyssa's kind of digging your vibe, you know? Uh, and Kyle's like, no, 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 I don't want to be in a showmance. I don't want it. He also just like, doesn't like her. <laughs> like, ah. okay. I don't think he likes her. I think he. I think he's. Uh, I think he's a little bit of a. I'm a bad boy. Okay. Um. Hated hearing that. Um. But yeah. Okay. Whatever. I just. He's gonna reject her. Uh. Approximately 17 times over the course of this day. Yeah. Uh. It's, uh so. <laughs> Alyssa gets a little tipsy. Um. Off of uh, however much alcohol there was. And uh, the the women are going to kind of convene. They're going to get together and uh, they're going to tipsily discuss some of their uh, preferences about some of the men in the house and what they would like to do to said men. Yeah, this is um, a really good example of... um literally when you're like i wouldn't sleep with him if he was the last man on earth like these truly are like the last men on earth for these women and they are still they're gonna sleep with them or they're gonna talk about it 
Um, these men do not deserve this kind of gossip, but here we are. There are no other options. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, I mentioned some of the misguided female bonding. Sometimes that happens through gossip. I think that some of these crushes potentially not to give these women too much credit, but I think some of them are a little bit exaggerated because they're trying to do like slumber party girl talk. It's, it's certainly possible. I've definitely seen some, uh, um, <laughs> some maybe, maybe a little bit in denial takes on, uh, on some of the comments that were made, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. You never want to be the girl at the sleepover who like doesn't have a crush on anybody. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like, if everybody's gossiping about like, which guy they like, like usually if you're a girl at a sleepover, then like, you know, in like fourth grade or whatever, you make like you make it up that you have a crush on somebody to oh. like fit in. Oh, is that like uh, like, oh, yeah, there's actually this boy. Uh, he He's at another school. Though. No, you don't make up a guy. You just <laughs> say like you just say like, oh, I like. Uh, yeah, I like this guy, like somebody that nobody's said yet that is like potentially realistic, you know, uh. um, because it's like a bonding thing. And I'm not I'm not saying that these girls like wouldn't actually hook up with these guys or whatever. But I think there is an element of female bonding there. I also want to say we've seen um, just because Taylor is our hero this season doesn't mean that she's right all the time or that she's perfect or she's got great opinions. I mean, she has a uh, before even like all of this, this flirting, she like has a conversation with Pooch where she's like, I don't think you're going to face any backlash on social media. And if you do, everybody in this house will defend you. <laughs> it's like, okay, look, she doesn't always have perfect reads. Yeah, well, she still has no idea, like the majority of the things that have been said about her by these people. Yeah, so uh, I think, um, like, well, we'll get to it. But basically, Alyssa very, very openly and dramatically admits to her uh, uh, crush on uh, Kyle uh, to to the group. And uh, they're all kind of like teasing her and egging her on. Um, and Taylor's like, oh, you want to like make out with his 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 abs, his his like white, white abs. Uh, and uh, she's like, yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, yeah, you should go. You should make out with him. You should do it. Uh, and then and Taylor's like, yeah, and then we'll vote him out. Yeah. And. Alyssa's like, or I could blow up our whole game to him. What if I maybe do that instead? Um, like make, making out with abs is like first base. Then like mm-hmm. blowing up your whole game is like second base. How do you make out with abs? Does, do, are the abs able to like contribute in any way? Taryn, I think may, you a, know what. Hold on, hold on. Marvin's abs from the preseason—they definitely could. You know, I don't even, I, I was not acquainted with Marvin's abs. Oh, the, his abs could clap. Oh, no, What's no. his talent? Um, I was going to say, if we want to get more into how one makes out with abs, we're going to have to start charging money and moving over to OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't think that's for this, this space. Well, uh, Alyssa goes uh, down a bit later and talks to uh, to Kyle. And, um, she's again, kind of, kind of try to be like, uh, like, Hey, Hey guy, what's up? Um, and your, your Alyssa impressions are spot on. It's like, she's in the room with me. Right. Uh, and, and Kyle is kind of like, Hey friend, how's it going? Hey buddy, pal. 
Uh, she's like, yeah, we well, you know people's people are talking about us again. Hey, eh? like, uh, man, uh, people so funny that people think we're like in a showman's right. Uh, and Kyle's like, oh yeah, I was just talking to Monty about that. And I was just like, yeah, she's just like my best friend, you know, like it's nothing. Right. And she, and he like, uh, gives her like, um, like, uh, one of those like friend hugs, you know, uh, like, yeah, like kind of like half of a hug and then kind of like a one arm kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. I totally, totally, totally get it. Yeah. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was uh, really fun for everyone to watch. And I really did not feel uncomfortable the whole time. (laughs) Um, basically and and you know it's it and honestly i don't think it was as awkward as i'm making it out to be but like it was it was um, pretty awkward it was pretty awkward but uh it, it it was it was the message i got from Kyle was very much like um from my perspective at least like uh like just i can't be in a showman's uh this uh for my game this is not right um you know maybe later but also like crucially and what I alluded to earlier was like Alyssa like while she's flirting with him is saying like the girls want to throw HOH to Taylor and so we can take out another guy like she says this to try to get close to him like yeah which I mean he he already knew that to a degree but uh the fact that they're willing to throw the HOH to Taylor is definitely uh concerning information that uh may come into play a little bit later so uh so that's going on there. Um, now, uh, there was also like a little bit of talk. Alyssa was thinking that maybe Taylor was interested in Kyle and they kind of cleared that up. Uh, but, um, but there was a funny moment, um, where Taylor told Kyle, uh, that he had golden retriever energy. Um, and, uh, he was like, hold on, you, no, no, like, uh, like bad boy energy. Oh, bad boy. She's like, Oh no, sweetie. I was literally just talking about um golden retriever energy with guys because this is a thing. Um usually like I guess like in this case it's the girl describing it to a guy and Kyle doesn't want it right now, but there is a type of guy who describes himself as a golden retriever, and that kind of guy is always annoying. They're like, mm. I'm just like happy and I love everybody and I just like like to run and like I'm so loyal. And it's like <laughs> like to run <laughs> yeah i don't know that's what golden retrievers like right and I then so. i think you give a man like a frisbee and like he's good for a couple hours that's right? fair. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a man that like, there is a type of man that's like it's like almost himbo but like himbos are great and golden retriever men are not mm, yes there's a self-awareness to to um to himbos or not not a self-awareness but like a I don't care that I'm dumb you know golden retriever guys are like always fuck boys but they like say that they're like so nice okay I forget what the what a himbo is it was told Kirsten's definitely told me before it's it's a male bimbo. It's just like a guy who's really right. hot but really dumb. But they're what's, usually like there's a connotation of them being like genuinely super nice, just really stupid. What's the difference between a himbo and an f boy? Oh, himbos don't have like f boys are like guys who will like manipulate you or like womanizers mm. or like himbos are just guys that like hit the gym and are stupid but they're really nice. Okay, and then and golden retriever energy. Is 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 like a Kyle. 
No, I guess because you said he was described, but he does. He's not self-described. He wants. Yeah, to be a exactly. Bad boy There's like a guy who describes himself like on Tinder as a golden retriever. And that is not we don't like them. So what's so what's Kyle? Is he is he bad boy? Is he golden retriever? Mm, annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I, he's definitely he's not TikTok, a bad boy. TikTok energy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that man. All right. That's today's like, lesson okay, on never mind. the types of men. Yes. All right. Taylor, as you might have imagined, also got a little tipsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <clears throat> this is the this is the big big kind of news uh, here in the morning that everybody is kind of talking about, maybe a little bit freaking out about. Because uh, Taylor is also going to divulge a crush. Um, And uh, her crush is Daniel. Uh, How? And here's the thing. You might be like, oh, okay. She's got like a a crush on Daniel. Okay, you know, whatever. Uh, But it got descriptive is how, what I would say. Uh, and, and if you could imagine what I mean when I say it got descriptive, if you imagine like, what is the worst possible way she could have described why she likes Daniel, what she wants to do to Daniel um, and so on and so forth. Um, you would probably be correct in your imagination. Yeah. It's like if uh, you did a Mad Lib with the kind of person who only puts dirty words in all of the blanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of talk of heavy petting. Which is a term that I have not heard since like a musical from the 1950s. Right. I thought <laughs> I thought maybe I was weird. I thought I was like, oh, this is really this is, well, maybe I'm just not like up on the terms. But no, uh, I mean, we've both been in relationships for, for a long time. But um, I, I wouldn't say that uh, the lingo has changed enough that uh, the kids are using this term. No, it's uh, the kids aren't saying that uh, they want to heavy pet each other. Uh, no, I don't, you know, it just seems really weird. Yeah. It's like what I feel like that's like what your parents would say. Like, oh, like she's a fast girl. Like she's into heavy petting, you know, (laughs) fast girl. You never heard that? No. Oh, yeah. What does that, what does that mean? Uh, She likes to run. uh, Yeah. She's like a golden retriever. Um, no, uh, a fast girl is um, is a girl that you know goes goes through the bases quickly with a guy. Um, mm-hmm. But okay. it's one of those old timey terms like heavy petting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Babe, you want to get into some heavy petting? <laughs> Net- Netflix and HP. Okay. Sorry to be out of context. Is like their head is exploding. Yeah, well, so heavy heavy petting is probably the uh, least offensive uh, descriptor that was said over the course of the night. Um, you know, we're not going to look if you want the uh, the gory details uh, about um, all of the things that were said. Um, there are clips 
Yeah. And Taylor comments on, um, I just, if a guy ever said this, it would just like all attraction that I could ever have would be gone. Taylor recounts that, um, Daniel says that he brought his own condoms because the magnums would not fit him. Ladies, if a man ever says this, he is either lying or very, very, very stupid. I have put a condom over my foot and it's gone up to my knee. Okay? So if that's the case, that man should see a doctor. Otherwise, he is lying or delusional. Yeah, this is this is one of the things I wasn't going to talk about. Oh, I don't think no. I don't think anybody needed this in their life. Oh, no. People need to hear this. If there is anyone listening to this podcast that needs to hear this, I needed to say it. But if a man ever says this, you need to run. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor heard it and she did run just toward, towards him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toward yep. Meta. Um, so uh, that's happening. She um, she wants Monty, Kyle, Pooch, and Turner out next. Those are the four guys she wants out before jury. She wants to keep Daniel, Michael, Terrence around, um, and and Joseph. Uh, she's uh, she likes Joseph. Um, so uh, that's what she's saying. And uh, and and th- again, this is this does feel bonding esque. Right. Uh, it feels it feels like the women are having fun. Uh, we'll see how much of an impact it actually has today when they're they talk all, about it. The thing is, like, they're all going to go the next day. They're all going to talk about Taylor in a not nice way. They're going to call her a fast girl. Meanwhile, Alyssa was flirting all over the place too. like Indy's got a crush on everybody. Like, but it's all going to come back on Taylor. Even Jasmine, I feel like, talks about Joseph in a way that is, you know, flirty. So, like, mm-hmm. I, but but I just know it's all going to be like, oh, Taylor said, like, all this gross stuff, like, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're all flirting. Yeah. Uh, and um, she goes uh, down. She talk, She ends up flirting a bit with Pooch, who comes up and he's like, Taylor just tried to make out with me. Yeah. Um, like, uh, she really knows how to pick them. Um. Oh, well, then, she's got so many great options in this house. Fair. Uh, she, uh, man. I, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's actually a very fair point. Like she, she started with Monty, right? She talked about having a huge crush on Monty. Look where that turned out. Uh, now she's, she's looked at, she's looking at Pooch. She's looking at, uh, Daniel. And it's like, uh, like, look, if she wanted anybody in the house, it's like, it's hard to look anywhere and not yeah. see somebody that's been trash talking her for days and exactly. weeks. Exactly. Where's she supposed to go? Yeah. Uh, so um, she does. She does have a conversation with Daniel where she's kind of. She's kind of like, uh, oh man, that costume you were wearing for the uh, competition it looked pretty good. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, there's one more piece of gossip that we haven't touched on, Taryn. That I can't believe you haven't. Uh, gotten into mm. um britney worked on a film with jen city and meg and turner worked at an escape room with mccray yes okay deeply personal gossip from the alcohol mm. uh, it's uh it's big stuff yeah so just taylor's not the only drama queen 
this evening. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so, I mean, I think that's, ab- I think that's about what we've got for you. I think, I think you, you all have had about as much as you wanted and then more. <laughs> and I, Yay, I, I'm back. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think you turned this update off about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't think anybody's watching anymore. Hey, I give the people. Uh, not necessarily what they want, but what they need to hear about condom safety. <laughs> uh, well, that's <laughs> anything. Anything else, Lita? Any other uh, condom tips? Uh, oh, you know, yeah. You want to get the, the reservoir tip? Oh, not literally. Jared, <laughs> 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 never have you be back. Um, no, I. I think. Um, I think let's not. Um, we can we can kind of judge Taylor for her taste, but um, I think other than that, I don't think we need to. Um, no justifications are necessary. You can't control who you're horny for, um, and you know they're in a pretty extreme situation. So um, I think let's just uh, cut Taylor a little slack here. <laughs> yeah, look, just 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 like the spatula thing, you know. No judgment. You like what you like. Yeah. Sometimes it's a spatula. Sometimes it's a an Elvis. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure she'll get out of the house and have a fleeting relationship with some C-list celebrity and uh, it'll be great. Yeah, I think I mean, I think worst case scenario is uh, is that because uh, they man, they they love to. I don't know. OK, these people don't know the show. Yeah. But no matter what level of fan you are, you could be the recruitiest of the recruits. And yeah. you still will talk on the feeds about how you've heard that the jury house is where it's at. Uh-huh. That's where everyone hooks up, which right. tells me that production is telling the house guests. And if you make jury, that's where things get interesting, yeah. uh, which uh, I think explains a lot. Yeah, you get even more wine there. <laughs> yeah. No more cameras. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Great. Or maybe more if, if that's what you're into. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, that's what we have for you today. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'll, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on all of the nonsense that happens today on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. And tomorrow night, we'll have our next roundtable podcast of the season. We'll talk through the events of the week. We'll rate the players once again. And uh, we'll have some fun with it. And of course, Wednesday, uh, plenty of um, episode stuff to talk through. I'll be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Darren Armstrong, watching the episodes live with all of you uh, or just hanging out, you know, doing things, um, you know, gossiping as per usual about crushes. Um, And uh, yeah, check it all out. Lita, what do you got going on? Great. Um, Well, thanks everybody for tuning into my last update because Taryn will never have me back. Um, But um, you can follow me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted, Instagram at Lita Grams. I actually like don't really have anything to plug right now. Um, I'm in Austin Trump's apartment, so watch Survivor Maryland. Um, that's why I don't have my uh, cat ear headphones. I'm traveling right now. Um, Starbucks workers are striking across the country. Um, go out and support on the picket lines and uh, keep up with local union activity in your city. All right. Well, Lita, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you all for uh, still being here and listening to this podcast despite what you heard 
And uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs>